Welcome back to another episode of Sweetness and Light, featuring me, Eric Mark, and me, Justin Proust. Dude, how are you today, Eric? You know, pretty good, thanks. Yes, had a uh, holiday weekend. Um, after, you know, as we approach the latter stages of this uh, year-long holiday, and uh, it, it was it was it was nice. It was a a good opportunity to actually actually see people on a on a time when we're celebrating and and remembering and memorializing and and appreciating people's uh, contributions. So that was a a treat to, treat for all. How about yourself? I gotta say, pretty much similar. It was really, I mean, what a it's at least for us a stark contrast to last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, and my friend uh, Jeanette the Ho hosted a little uh, dinner and uh, and and Scrabble, and uh, and there were unmasked hugs. Now we're all uh, we're all fully vaxxed, but uh, that was a first. It's great, isn't it? Because we well, went I, to... I, I forgot people did that. <laughs> you know, I I have to admit it. It felt awkward at first because we went to the beach with a bunch of people on Friday afternoon, which was really nice, and then. Uh, we went to a memorial party on Sunday, and it, it felt great to be around people and hang out again. And I love it. I got to tell you, I truly, I, I knew I missed it, but I didn't realize how much. How about you? Well, let me ask you, was this a fully clad or a fully nude beach or somewhere in between? Eric, I, I feel like you don't know me that well. It's full nude. You know that. Yeah. Okay. Phew. Thank, no, thank goodness. I just, uh, people, I, I only bring it up because people don't realize that, uh, that Texas loves its nudity. <laughs> Having lived here long enough, not only is that a true statement, but it, it's a it's not good nude, is what I'll say. Yeah, yeah, I, I you know we brought it up before, but um, there is good nude and bad nude, and uh, I'm all for legal nudity everywhere for certain people. <laughs> I mean that's obvious, right? Like I mean it should be it should be yeah of course we yeah, nudity is nudity is great. For certain people. Well, so this brings me to kind of a different point, which I totally agree with you on, is I was reading this weekend that apparently they're starting to run out of deodorant because people are running out to buy it, which makes me wonder, during the pandemic, were people just giving up on hygiene? Um, well, I mean, I guess different different parts of hygiene. People were probably, you know, people were more masked than they'd ever been before. People were... Uh, Trying harder than ever before to to not spread and certainly not receive germs. Um, maybe maybe frolic in one in one's own order odor during the the lockdown was uh, was acceptable. Depending on how 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 much you can accept your own smell. <laughs> I don't know. It just it blew me away because they're saying that the demand for deodorant is up like fourfold year over year, which. Even during but, a pandemic, but, but I mean I, year I, over year like that, you know, that's like saying air. Tra- people keep on saying, "Oh, it was the biggest air travel day during the COVID era," but it's still a third of what it would normally be. So I mean, it's like yes, a lot more people have flown. So you know, but is that true? I mean, think about it. I wear deodorant every day, regardless of a pandemic. Yeah, but you need to. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think I, everyone does. <laughs> no, but your your family would have left you had had that not been the case. Well. So to put it in perspective for you, you are correct. But my daughter, we came back, um, we went bike riding yesterday and she went to give Kelly a hug and Kelly goes, you need to get away. You smell horrible. And she goes, "Ah, I forget. I should be wearing deodorant, but I just, I just can't find the time to do it. (laughs) That's an eight year old. Wow. Wow. Now, did you wear, you use deodorant as an eight year old? No, I don't think I did. I think I, I think I probably waited till like 
I don't know, 11, 12? That sounds about right. What about you? Yeah, probably much later, actually. To the, to the extent I have an odor at all, it's it's sweet and delicious. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I, people, I, huh? I feel like I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm doing people a bit of a disservice if I deodorize. I will, but that, you know, just like I'm, I'm only wearing a mask for show at this point since I'm fully vaxxed and everything. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of use, you know, to the extent I use deodorant, it's, it's, uh, it's for show. I think, uh, um, people might prefer it otherwise. <laughs> you think that your natural musk is just, it's a gift to this world and why cover it up? Is that correct? Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say a gift, but a, um, a legacy. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is, that is fantastic. Well, now let me ask at your party that you were at, because at ours, it started off kind of weird where people were a little bit standoffish of each other, but by the end, it was lots of you know hugs and high fives, all kinds of stuff. Was it similar to you guys? Um, it was interesting. I mean, it was it, it was it, it was I wouldn't say it was a party. It was more of a get together. So it was pretty. It was a pretty small okay. group of people, like four. So. Um, so oh, pretty, okay. p- people were pretty open from at, at, from the start, although there were elbow elbow taps at the beginning and then uh, hugs later on. Now, you're famous for your your mushroom tapping technique. Were you doing that as well to give a little bit of distance or no? Well, these were all women, so you couldn't do <laughs> mushroom to mushroom if that's what you're trying, implying. If you're doing if you're if, if you're if you're nestling the mushroom, as you like to say, uh, you could do that. We, we you know. I don't know that we're there yet. All right, fair enough. Plus they now, oh, plus speaking of deodorizing, they thought I was blading over, um, but I actually uh, I actually Ubered over. So um, so they I think they uh, I think they 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 thought that uh, I probably needed to uh, rinse off or something. In fact, Jeanette had a towel waiting for me. <laughs> that's that's kind of her. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's 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 how she does it. Now, that, now, now that's how far does she live? Could you have bladed over there? Oh yeah, Santa Monica. The only issue is you'd have to go up a big hill. Okay. So, um, and for anyone who blades, well, you, you know, we've talked about how rain and water are are unbladable. Um, hills are very hills are very onerous. I mean, much much worse <laughs> than on a bicycle or a, or walking or something. And this yeah. is a this is a big hill. You know, you well, you know, going up like Ocean Park. Um, you know, Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, you made the right choice. So I Ubered, and uh, however, I I, I had uh, when I did the TV show last week, I got like a face shield, and so I so I brought that over to jokingly wear instead of a mask, uh, and I picked that up off the the back seat of the the Uber, and in so doing, forgot my sunglasses, and so uh, ran after the guy, but of course he got away, and um, you know did a, ran a lot actually ran ran. Ran all the way down over to uh, to Pico and then around the corner and I almost caught up to him. But then he then he when he got stopped at a light. But then uh, then he got away. So then I'm 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 looking through the Uber app. But meanwhile I'm holding like a Scrabble board as people do because I was bringing over like a tournament Scrabble board to uh, for this get together and um and this mask and some other stuff. And I'm trying to you know I'm trying to one hand uh, figure out how to. Uh, retrieve something that's been left in the car and on the Uber app. And it, uh, it wasn't immediately obvious. Uh, but finally I, f- I figured out, found the way that you connect to them, they connect to you and then they connect you to the driver. Uh, of course. Wow. He, yeah. Of course he didn't pick up though. And so I, that, that was a drag. And so it's, it's frustrating. Tried a few more times, left messages that way. 
Um, then um, he called me, uh, but but for some reason it didn't connect. But I got his number, and so I ended up texting him directly. And did you guy, get him back? I did, and uh, he came back. I tried to tip him, and uh, he wouldn't accept the tip. He just he was just like, oh no, that's fine. And so he was very cool. He was very very nice. Uh, so kudos to uh, to my my driver. And uh, now that said, wow. any when that happens, they automatically get fifteen bucks from Uber. Like that's just like and and apparently a hundred percent of it goes to the driver. Um, but oh, nice. but still, still, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was going to tip him on top of that because that was cool that he came back. Now, when you say tip, are you referring back to the mushroom tap? Is this like a, is this like a reference back, or are you just actual money? Well, in this case, we were men, yeah. So okay, yeah, good. That's what I was hoping for. Dude, that's a great story because I've left stuff behind in Uber and I've never got it back. So, really? Yeah. Because it's much, I mean, in the, in the taxi era, it was much tougher because you'd try to call the taxi company. They'd, they'd connect you to the dispatcher. The dispatcher would try to get in touch with the, the driver or send out a message to all the drivers. And by then, the next, the next passenger had stolen it. Exactly. And you have to get the cab number and everything else. Yeah. Else. Yeah. So th- that was very difficult. Um, in the Uber era, it's pretty, I mean, they know exactly who drove you and, uh, and how to get in touch with them. So, um, so why have you not been able to retrieve things or you didn't want the, yeah, I, I can understand because you're dry, you're, you're, you're calling them. You're saying, Hey, I left my flesh. Oh, and they're like, what? And I, I, no, I'm sorry. This is a, I have it with me. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> So for those people that don't know what Eric is referring to, there's something called a fleshlight. And he was kind enough to send us an image of it and a story that went with it. Um, incredibly hilarious. And I just so you're aware, I did send it to my mom. I said, Mom, see, this is what I asked for for my 12th birthday. And she wrote back and goes, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You wanted a thermos? And I said, Mom, take a closer look. She goes, I don't get it. Why did he get sick? And I'm like... Mom, take a closer look. And she's like, oh, my God, why would you send this to your mother? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, Cousin Pete, um, once uh, once uh, as as a celebrity was given a a fleshlight. I I, I think I guess he did some promotion at the uh, at the Hustler store or something. And as a uh, as a parting gift, they they gave him a fleshlight, which was very kind of (laughs) my my thing is. How do you clean it? I think, and I, I, I don't know from experience. I wish I did, but I think I think the sleeve comes out. I think that, I think they're interchangeable, <laughs> and I think you so I think you can pull it out and uh, and and clean it that way. <laughs> you know, if our if our listeners uh, want to post in the Facebook page and uh, with your experiences cleaning it, uh, just to let Justy know, uh, that might be helpful. <laughs> Please, well, kind of along the same lines. So today I was working at the gym and. Uh, one of our trainers there is named Maddie, and she's, I'd say, probably seven months pregnant, something like that. And not out of the by, blue, not I just by, said, not by you. Not by me. I did not impregnate her. No. Okay. You had the flashlight, so there's no need. <laughs> Why would I need to, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she just, I said, Maddie, how are you? She goes, well, you know, I'm just in, in front of the whole class, there's uh, 30 of us there or something. And she just starts telling the story. She's like, you know, I feel really bad because my husband during my first pregnancy was just told me I was too moody, et cetera. Then he saw me give birth. And now the second time around, he's just like the sweetest, kindest, and I'm still really mean to him. Um, and he, she goes, you know, can you imagine seeing what he saw and me treating him that way? And I'm like, um, can we, can we just start? <laughs> like, what, 
why are we talking about this before I work out? And one of the women pipes up and goes, you know, it never goes back to what it was. And then the woman goes, I know my gynecologist said it would, and it totally didn't. And there was like a five minute, I go with this guy named John, and there was like a five minute debate in class and like the five dudes and the 25 women, like we just kept looking at each other and the women, I mean, the whole room erupted in this. And there were probably, I don't probably, there are two high school girls because one of them is our babysitter was in there. And their looks on their face, I wish we could film in there because it would it is totally post-worthy. Well, I hope you whispered to the kids, yes, this is just the previous generation talking. You have the you, you have the advantage of vaginal rejuvenation. Oh, and C-sections. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although my understanding is there's too many of those in America these days and that they're trying to cut back. I've heard that. Um, that's the only way Kelly gave birth. And I don't know. I think it worked out great. Yeah, I mean, look what you got. Exactly. Three. Um, but can yeah. you imagine? Would, I'm assuming at your gym, there's not a lot of conversation around that angle. Is that correct? Well, not until today. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe tomorrow you can bring it up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what, yeah, or today. Oh, yeah, please let me know how it goes. And especially be like, you know, when I saw someone giving birth and go down that road and see what happens. I, yeah, I, I, it would be very, very fascinating. And by the way, um, I am, I am surprised though. I, 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 what about the vaginal rejuvenation? I actually don't know anyone that's got it, and if they have, I've never heard tales after it. Do you know anyone like it? No, but there was a time when everybody talked about it. Yes. And I'm, so, I'm sure people have gotten it, and we're just not aware. I mean, we should ask Doug because <laughs> there's got to be a lot in his industry, right? Well. I'm 100% certain of that, and I think that's a great topic for Thursday. I could not agree more with you. Now, that said, um, so today's episode 144, so a big one. Uh, We've done a gross of episodes, Jesse. I was waiting for you to bring it up, and I'm sorry I didn't give you more time earlier to actually announce that, but it's pretty exciting, right? Yeah, I mean, a gross of shows, a dozen dozen. It's, uh, I gotta tell you, this is a, a milestone in many, many ways, like everything we do, but it just feels right. I mean... When we started this, when we, you know, we were like a couple 12 year olds just deciding we wanted to do a show. And, uh, you know, who would have thought that this was, this is where we would end up? I got to tell you, the first time we recorded, one thing I've never said, I don't think, is that the first time we did it, it was such a high and so much fun. I, I, I honestly, to this day, I still wish we did it more. I absolutely love it. I actually thought you were about to say the first time we did it, you know, I was, Sitting there in real time, you, me, my dad, and um, I thought, we should never do this again. (laughs) This was a mistake. Well, I did not imagine this could go so poorly. I knew there'd be pitfalls and and, and potential disasters at at every turn, but uh, it went so much worse than I imagined. Well, not only did it go worse, it just kept going. (laughs) It It literally doesn't stop. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, on that note, I could not agree more, but it is pretty exciting to say that we've, uh, you know, hit another milestone. What, what's our next one, you think? 150? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy. <laughs> they, they keep on coming at this point. Uh, every, every, every show, as our listeners know, is a significant show. It, it's, I, I dare I say, life-changing, um, but definitely enjoyable and something that you can learn even if you didn't expect to, you do walk away a little bit smarter every time. And occasionally a lot. Absolutely. I don't want to, I just didn't want to overplay the hand right true, now. True, true. I mean, better to, uh, better to lower expectations and, uh, and raise results. Oh, 
preach it, brother. So there was a great discussion on Saturday or Sunday night. Uh, two of the women there were uh, Indian and they started talking and they were getting really upset because uh, a couple of the women there, you know, were other like there was a couple Asian women and Kelly and another woman named Kelly that are white. And they looked at Kelly and Kelly and were like, ah, you guys have it so easy. And we're all sitting around talking and I'm like, what? And she goes, oh, Indians are just so hairy. We are just disgusting. I have to get everything electrically, you know, electrolysis. I have to do waxing. I have to do this and that. It's just, it's just such a pain in the butt. I am just one hairy bitch. Wow. (laughs) The other woman goes, well, I'm from New Delhi and we're just not as hairy up North. (laughs) These women have been friends that think they've been friends since they were like 12 or 13 years old. So, I mean, decades and decades of friendship. They got into such an ordeal and debate over the concept of not only being hairy, but being racist in India. And I mean, the conversation went on for a good hour. And I just sat there and like with John again, and we were just sitting there laughing and watching this whole ordeal unfold. And just, it was like watching the UN come together. It was pretty fun, my friend. So where did you come out on the, on the hairy question? Who was hairier? Was one significantly less than the other? Or was the one who claimed to be uh, less hirsute, in fact, considerably more so? It never really got fully resolved if she was or was not less hairy. However, she did admit finally that when she was uh, in her 20s, she got laser hair removal and every 10 years she goes back and gets it done. And that's partially why she looks the way she does. And so that's kind of what. Oh, so, yeah. So it's a, so the whole foundation of her argument was based on a lie. Absolutely. All right. So that and, yes. and that's how it was resolved was just how stupid, you know, that she really thought that she was so superior. But in reality, she was just, you know, making the point up all the whole time. And then Kelly said, and by the way, you you crazy bitches, check out how much hair I have. And then uh, and then she she revealed why why Justy is like the lover of the hair. <laughs> Thank God she didn't do that. And no, um, we all know that I am a no lover of hair. Uh, I believe that a woman should not have hair below the scalp of her head and maybe an eyebrow or two. Wow, you you are so, you 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 really are one of these people who wants to keep uh, women enslaved, living up to your artificial ideals. <laughs> that that has never been once how I've summarized it, but but Eric, uh, I do think that uh, usually you and I are very very eye to eye on this, but uh, on this particular point, we definitely could not disagree more. I think. Yeah. No, I'm all, all about. Uh, Hair freedom. Do it. Do, yeah. Groom yourself as as you wish. Now, are you spe- for spe- the pit spe- hair? Oh, Speaking of which, I was going to, you know, so, you know, I'd mentioned that I was on a television show the other day and they had to pull my hair back. Um, yeah, that was that was going against my hair wishes. And uh, and I and I, I did feel constrained, you know, and uh, and then when it was revealed on the show that I had a, this ponytail, which I wouldn't normally have. Um, you know, one of the other people said, oh, this changes everything. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah. So, um, you know, I can't, I can't reveal the show at this time, but I will at some point in the future, but that, that's exactly what that person said. And, uh, so it defeated the entire purpose of pulling the hair back to make me look more conservative rather than having, you know, foot long COVID hair. 
but I should have just gone with the foot long COVID hair, which is what my intent was. Oh, and then here was the other funny thing. So at, uh, at Jeanette's get together, um, one of our friends, one of her friends apparently was on uh, 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 Shark Tank and won and got like a, uh, yeah, got a big investment from uh, uh, Mark Cuban for hair ties for guys. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, which That's doesn't, awesome. it, which doesn't necessarily sound like something Mark would be investing in or loving, but apparently no. he did. And uh, yeah, so they, she had she has a few of these in her, in her trunk to give away, uh, you know, to, to promote these guys. And so she gave me one and I'm like, ah, I wish I had this last week uh, when I was on the show. And plus, I would have I would have absolutely worn it and and and, uh, and pimped them out in the show. But uh, but but alas, I didn't have it until this week. Now, did you like it, though? I mean, were they nice? Were they like scrunchies? What are they like? They're 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 thick. They're themed. It's it's interesting. So they're probably about, you know, um, maybe a half a centimeter wide, maybe a little bit more than that, actually. Um, OK, but they're uh, yeah, they're high quality fabric and that with with uh, designs on them. And Im- and so so it's uh, rather than being like, you know, some kind of generic scrunchie or black uh you know, band. It's uh, it's telling a story. Wow. Okay. Cool. Now, are you wearing it now as we record? I'm not. I'm 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 free balling my hair. Now, on Thursday when we do our other show, would you be uh, interested in sporting it and showing it to us, or no? It's possible. Stranger things right. have certainly happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, something for our viewers to uh, potentially look forward to. <laughs> awesome. Well, on that note, I want to say, Eric, another fantastic episode. Congratulations on a gross of episodes. Very exciting, my friend. Likewise, yeah. And I mean, sometimes, you know, gross can be a bad thing. In this case, gross is is an awesome thing. Yeah, we're not talking live birth. So, yes, this is a good gross. We live birthed this show 144 episodes ago, and it has grown into a strapping young person. <laughs> Because as Take our, care. our friend Mitt Romney says, a corporation is a person. <laughs> Signing off. Yeah.